0: Okay, hell yeah. Uh I everything is rolling and we are good to go when you're ready, brother.
1: All right, hey Pat Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to the uh, the latest episode of the Six AM podcast. Uh, this is episode four, episode four, and I'm coming to you live from Florida. I'm in Florida, Pat. Yeah, how is it there? I'm on vacation, and I'm I'm still recording for you, knuckleheads at home, right now. Yeah, because we uh, we
0: don't know how to take time off. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, we don't know how to quit. We we don't know how to quit, <laughs> we, we how quit. To quit each other. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's actually really cool, man. I had a lot of anxiety, uh, with traveling, you know, we have not done any sincere or serious travel, uh, since before the pandemic. In fact, our last vacation took place like right as the pandemic, we didn't know that it was, it was kicking off. Like we had no idea, but we were in, um, we were in Wyoming, we were in Jackson hole, um, snowboarding. And that was at the, uh, that was in February, the beginning of February, uh, two years ago. Yeah. You know, and when we got home, the pandemic was just starting to starting to rage, at least publicly. Um, And so we have not been on vacation since I've been really apprehensive about about travel and so forth, even though the majority of my family is vaccinated. You know, my littlest one is not because it's not available to her. Um, But honestly, dude, I got to be honest, man, like everything was was smooth like butter, man. It was not not really an issue. Um, You know, you have to wear masks on the airplane in the airport and so forth. But really, it's it, it was a, it was a pretty easy day, and we are in Cocoa Beach, Florida, right now. And um, by the time people are listening to this, we'll be on our way home. But uh, it was it, you know the, the the this is great out here. I went surfing for the first time with my kids yesterday,
0: oh, and let wow. me tell you,
1: my kids are little rippers, man.
0: Oh yeah did you they now, tore it up now i i know that you are uh you introduced uh, skateboarding to the beck uh, future olympians i like to call them yes and yes. uh and you uh, got them out there shredding some gnar um yeah uh, on the eye like uh, snowboarding and stuff like that as well right yep like shredding yep. powder dude and then yeah fresh uh, so how how much like those two different um totes extreme sports is this like? Is it? I mean, yeah, had, it's nothing they like been it. on so, a simulator? I mean, had they done anything like this?
1: Nope. The closest that it comes to would be like skating a bowl and okay. uh, it, it skateboarding, uh, skateboarding like a pool or a bowl yeah. or something. And, <laughs> yeah, I know. And my kids.
0: I appreciate the distinction after the last episode, Jess. <laughs>
1: after the last episode, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the bowl you're thinking of. That's I'm yeah, like, yeah oh, How would they get in there?
0: It's <laughs> we
1: uh it, it's funny too because you know you want to say all right well we're we're a big board sport family so it should but frank frankly it did come pretty naturally for them okay. oh and and the old guy here he got up on the board on the first try man he oh. so he, wait, he ripped his first wave in the first try
0: this is this your first time your first surfing. time surfing period yep. or you? okay yep. i thought you were saying your first time surfing with your kids but you the went first, first time, time for surfing, all of us. All, of, all of us for the first time Holy yeah, shit. Man. I had no idea. Well, congratulations. Yep. Holy shit. I Thanks, didn't know man. that.
1: It was rad. It was really rad. We had some great instructors. Um, and you know, really like the instruction was like, here's what to do if you get st- stuck in a riptide. Um, Damn. you know, here's how to <laughs> jump up on your board. And then it's like, let's go to the ocean <laughs> because the <laughs> quickest way to learn, yeah. as we all know, especially from jujitsu is we can talk all day about you know what this that and the other thing, but it's nothing beats getting on the mat and yeah. and rolling. And so so too is it true that nothing beats getting in the ocean and.
0: Do you see any getting
1: sharks? A, getting a wave. Um, no, but about we had, we had a two-hour lesson. Um, we're gonna do way more surfing this this week. My littlest one, my daughter, who is turning nine, while we're on vacation. Nice. I mean, she. She, all she wants to do is surf now. That's it. She just wants to surf. Oh, she great. doesn't care about anything else that we're doing for the vacation. Let's get back. out. So we're definitely got to get back out into the water, but um, about halfway through, maybe three quarters of the way through our lesson, um, my instructor, whose name was Chris was like, um, Hey man, let's move a little bit closer to shore. Cause he saw something out there. And, uh, and he was, he saw it before anybody else. And then lifeguards started blowing whistles cause they thought there was a shark in the water mm-hmm. and it wasn't, it was a dolphin. Oh. and uh and it was awesome because that dolphin i kid you not was it kept like it was right behind where we were at and and right behind me um and it was it was obviously getting food in the meanwhile like there's pelicans diving and, and grabbing fish and and so forth but that dolphin was seriously like 20 feet from me
0: that's awesome you got your daughter hooked on surfing and then for uh, and after a week you're gonna fly back to Pennsylvania <laughs> <I
1: know. laughs> land <so> Pennsylvania <laughs> let me ask you this pat have you ever had vacation depression like where you go on a vacation that you really enjoyed and then you come home and you're like ah, i'm so I'm just i just wish i was still on vacation
0: it's really funny because it hasn't really happened since we moved to Pennsylvania i really enjoyed living in Pennsylvania but okay. uh, yeah. I've had right. I've okay. had those perfect vacations. Not like surfing with dolphins or anything like that. But I've had I've had those things where like this was just a damn nice fucking vacation. This was beautiful right. out in nature, like stuff like that. Usually that stuff. When I get to turn my fucking phone off and I don't have yeah. to look at my computer screen for a while, you know You, you don't know? have to
1: podcast while you're <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> hey, hey, you offer <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I mean, I had it, I had it pretty good when we, when we left Jackson hole, uh, two years ago. Cause it was just, it was an experience that like, like really snowboarding and, and fresh powder. It, it was the most amazing conditions. It was a glorious vacation. I did have some struggles. Thankfully I had a couple of days before we actually got back yeah. to like reacclimate, but this. This one, I think my youngest is going to have, you know, the blues when yeah. she returns, because as you say, we're going to go back to Pennsylvania and there ain't no waves in PA, man. Nope. So mm-hmm. in the meanwhile, my uh, youngest son is at space camp right now. So he's at, at the actual uh, yeah, NASA space camp That's and awesome. uh, at the Kennedy Space Center. And he'll be he'll be there all week from eight to three. Um, So that's pretty exciting. And, uh, you know, otherwise, we're just going to be we're just be chilling, chilling like a villain man out here in in Cocoa Beach. So is there any kind of
0: it it does is he have any kind of FOMO or anything like that where he's like he he feels like, oh, man, I'm not getting to shred the gnar with the rest of the family? Or is he? yeah yeah because he had a great time yesterday too
1: and so i'm gonna try and get him out there again if i can even if it's like the late afternoon or early evening or something get some glow sticks Um, go out at night bro (laughs) go at night dude (laughs) yeah bro but the but the reality is is that you know, he's gets to go to space camp. So, and yeah. nobody else gets to go to space camp.
0: Right. Yeah. So, so it, there's, there's yeah. e- at least equal levels of jealousy of like, Oh, you get to go do that. Exactly. <laughs> Cause they're both, you know, they're still kids. They're still going to be like, well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of tired of doing this every day. Like I'd like to go look at some meteors
1: or something like that. But, right. Or, or right. whatever. I don't it's know exactly true. what he's
0: learned. I don't know. Does he learn how to become an astronaut in the week or I don't know exactly. That's how. correct. It only takes
1: a week. Um, well, yeah, you, if you, little known fact about becoming a NASA astronaut. They make it seem like it's really complicated, but you can just go for a week at camp and then you get your certification and then you can fly spaceships.
0: Yeah. But you have to go the whole week. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah.
1: You can't miss a day. You miss a day. You have to, you have to go back through again, the whole, the whole week again, which is, (laughs) I understand arduous.
0: You got to start back all (laughs) over again
1: and still no surfing. And right. And no surfing for you. That's right. So, you know, I mean, it's got its ups and downs, but on the plus side, Maxwell will be qualified to fly in outer space at the end of the week.
0: Hell yeah. That's so. awesome. So he'll be flying the yeah. plane back, right? He'll be, uh, it, it, it
1: might as well take us, take us to Mars first. If, uh, if we so hey, desires. Hey, uh,
0: awesome. Like I think a really cool, maybe like, I don't know if he would think it's cool or not, but I'm sure he would, if he's going to space camp, uh, you should like give a heads up to the, when you guys are flying back to like the stewardess or something, they'll let the pilot know that he went to space camp. And then just be that's like, right. and have the pilot come out and salute him or some stuff. Or give give him, yeah, that's those, right. With those space, like, dude, that guy, that would, that would, boom, <laughs> cherry right on top of, like, you've it's, heard of me, and don't, don't let him see you mention it, and then. Oh, like, I know, thing, that's oh, a great like, idea,
1: man. Santa Claus that's this shit,
0: get him in some wings, oh my God. Ooh, yeah. A tour of yeah. the cockpit, some shit like that, like, he, like, he's qualified now, like, you, that's you could right. joke about it all you want, and just be like, dude, your name is in a database now, you are qualified to be a pilot. You are. Look, you could it. fly the plane
1: easily. Yeah,
0: and then easily. Oh, he'll do that thing, dude. That 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 is a story for the rest of his life.
1: <laughs> that's i'm gonna great. try really hard to make it happen yeah hell yeah dude <laughs> that's, a, that's a great idea <laughs> no pressure so, no pressure so anyway speaking of surfing i'm gonna tell you one thing is for sure is that um right out the gate like so i hit my first wave and i wrote it in and it was awesome they're like are you sure you never surfed before you know that kind of stuff and and then the second one i blew my knee out you know i've got oh, that yeah. uh, i've got <laughs> no meniscus in my right knee. God, so dude. for everybody's listening, I don't have a, I don't have a meniscus. Um, and so my knee locks out on occasion and it blew out. And I was like, so bummed because I was like, Oh, great. This is going to give you a hard time all, you know, the entire time it didn't, I popped it back in and it didn't give me any trouble for the rest of the time, which was awesome. But it leads to us, it leads us to our uh, conversation for today, which is about injuries, uh, especially injuries on the mat. And uh, you know, what happens when you, when you get a, you know, when you get an injury and you can't do the things that you once were able to do, or for the time being in the, in when you're healing, you can't do the things that you love to do. Um, and speaking of injuries, we have to give a shout out to our uh, 6 a.m. crew who went and competed this weekend. Uh, and again, my I, 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 fe- I have a certain amount of guilt. I feel bad that I wasn't there for them. Uh, we had an in-house tournament at Harrisburg Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo. So congrats, first of all, to all the competitors from from all the gyms yeah. and the academies that came out. We usually have a really good showing um, at our, our in-house tournaments how many people did we have there, Pat? It was an enormous amount.
0: I d- yeah, I don't know uh, the actual final count of exactly who I I, I just today because uh, you, I you had checked in with me yesterday. You said had you heard if I if I had heard anything about any of the results from the day, and so this morning when I went to six a.m. class, I kind of everybody I was rolling with, I was like, hey, did you compete yesterday? <laughs> so I found out from my my research today that uh, at least Joe and Rick we know uh, were competing, and both of them. One out all of their, apparently their whole division, yeah, whatever they were in gold, yeah. all the way. Uh, also, Eric, yeah. I heard, uh, or saw that was competing, and uh, I and now it makes more sense. I saw the picture of him. Uh with with a medal, like he, he meddled, whatever it was. I don't know if that Yeah,
1: Eric did yeah, Eric did meddle. But... but uh yeah, but the the word what happened is he got his rib broken. Mm-hmm. Um and it was a it was a fluke it was a fluke accident, uh right at the beginning of the match. It was a takedown uh and a guard pull at the same time, and they uh, uh according to what if I understand it correctly, and what happened is is his opponent's heel went right into his rib and, and broke it clean. He got x rays, he has a uh, he has a clean break on his rib, and what a Jesus. bummer, man! Yeah. So you know another injury, you know uh, sustained. So because here's the thing, kids. I know that jujitsu is labeled as the gentle art, and for everybody that's ever practiced Brazilian jujitsu, um, I, I hate to inform them it's actually a combat sport.
0: Yeah, and
1: <laughs> straight up,
0: yeah. you're trying, you're, you're. I mean, when you make contact, you do the things, or you accidentally knee somebody or elbow somebody. You go sorry, but like for the most part, like we all know. That's not the combat part of it. It's the other parts where we're like strangling each other. We're, we're you know choking each other. We're trying to, breaking yeah, each other's trying to snap arms. limbs.
1: I think it's it's fair to say that you know from a from a combat arts perspective. Um, and I'm sorry, guys. They're they're like now they're like I'm in this uh, I'm in this beach house and they're now doing construction. It's a condo, so I mean now I hear them like nothing but hammering. So if that's coming through in the audio, I apologize. No, I can't remember. Really it. Very distracting. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Got it, man. All right. You're hammering. All right. So anyway, <laughs> combat sports, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is submission wrestling. So, I mean, there's, there's the whole component of, of actually the the submission, which is dangerous and learning, like where your limits are is super important. We can tap to get out of a submission hold that just says that we quit, Um, you know, that we're in too much pain or we're going to go to sleep or something like that. But that stuff happens in every match every day all the time and this is uh this is particularly true with competition because of course everything is elevated so much more and um and injuries happen but i will say that that typically injuries happen more frequently during training than they do during competition at least in my experience uh some of you may have may see it otherwise but um this stuff happens man and when it does you know it creates a lot of um a lot of blue moments for you.
0: That's my biggest. That's so. always my biggest fear when whenever competing is 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 their level of nerves. Somebody's level right. of competition might not be your level of competition. And somebody like me, that's kind of like, all right, well, let's go for it. Like, again, the takedown, uh, a, a guard pull at the same time, something like that, or like a fluke thing like that, stuff like that can still happen. And that is where that that is where not necessarily from me not tapping but fluke things like that were like bad position sure, or there wasn't like that. opportunity yeah, yeah yeah
1: there was an opportunity to tap there wasn't it wasn't even it wasn't a situation where you needed to tap right. it was it was unexpected and it, and it occurred um you know breaking bones i mean i've seen i've seen quite a few broken bones um throughout the years and some of them have been really bad most of them are minor you know you got fingers toes um, things yep. like that break pretty easily, you know, um, it, but, you know, getting some serious injuries like rib injuries or broken legs, and stuff, I've seen those things happen as well. And and it is, it is not a pleasant experience, my friends. And, yeah. um, so the question is, then when you've got like an injury, like a broken rib, and I've, I've broken ribs twice, and as a result of jiu jitsu, um, you know, it is a long road to recovery, um, because ribs do not heal easily, and it's very painful. And and I noticed that for myself, like the, the first time that I got a broken rib, you know, I got really depressed, man, because there was there was no like I, I had no idea how long it was going to take for me to heal. Um, and when I was going to be able to get back on the mat and I have like I have some, you know, some deformities as a result of that broken rib. I got ribs that stick out because they, because they broke and then healed in a weird. Oh, I thought those were abs. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, those two. I've oh, oh, got yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One over yeah. here, one up here. Yeah, one over <laughs> here. Yeah.
1: So, so Pat, what's your, what's your, so far in your jujitsu career, what's the worst injury that you've sustained?
0: Like I've had broken toes a lot, but at the, the worst thing that I had was I had some kind of like skin thing. Like I had like, and and I do believe it was probably a skin infection. Yeah, it was a skin infection, like a the, like the literally the, the doctor didn't even tell me. I think it was more like ringworm.
1: Okay, ringworm is pretty common.
0: So it yeah. Was...
1: So we get a variety of other fungal infections and bacterial infections um, that that occur with the skin. You know, because we're grappling on a mat and it's you know it's hot and it's sweaty and it's it's ripe for bacteria. But uh, the worst ones are of course MRSA um, staph infections are bad news as well. And, uh, and of course ringworm is pretty common. It, it, I mean, I shouldn't say it's common in the, in the sense that everybody gets it all the time, but if you get ringworm at some point in your, in your grappling career, it's not, there's no marvel there. It's like, okay, it's ringworm, yeah. get it treated and, and stay off the mat.
0: You yeah, know, most was, gyms
1: are very good about cleanliness. Right. Um, so those things mm-hmm. don't happen often, but they're not uncommon.
0: So that's why since then I've, I've been very conscious about like you know, uh, either wiping down or something like something after, after I roll making sure that's the case because that kept me off the mat. I think the longest, as far as like something directly, like even my broken toes, like I felt fine. I felt fine without shoes on like, or I just tape them up or something like that and continue to roll. Like that's, that's the thing with most injuries is I I don't, I don't ever know. I think I, I know now I trust my body a lot more now, but for the longest time I didn't know, is this an injury that should I wait? Should I let this heal? Like obviously a broken rib, if you're going to get x-rays and stuff, most likely you should probably stay off the yeah, mat for a while. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you I have
1: to stay off the mat. Yeah. I, you know, we also get like a, you know, we are talking about broken bones and stuff like that, but more yeah. often than not it's things like torn tendons and, and ligament pools and mm-hmm. torn, you know, like torn meniscus, um, you know, those types of things happen a lot. Um, and you have to, it, it, brings up the question, you know, kind of like surfacing into the, into the, our, our, main topic with, with injury is, is like a lot of questions for, for jujitsu practitioners. And I think combat sports in general is when can I get back to training? Yeah. Um, because I think the mental side of things, it, that's where your depression comes in because you're like, damn it. I, anybody that's done this stuff, guys, no, like there is universal where, where, you know, it just becomes part of your identity, part of who you are training. Uh, on a regular basis, whether you're somebody that trains twice a week or five times a week or, or more or whatever, it's just part of who you are. And when you take that away from them, it becomes it becomes almost overwhelming that you can't get back to doing that thing. And any doctor, any doctor who's worth their salt, if you go to them and say, you know, I have this injury, when can I go back? They're going to say, when is it's healed? right? Like they're not going to tell you, Oh, you can go back tomorrow and and just roll light. They're not going to say that. They're going to say, stay off of it, rest, heal up. And then when you're feeling better, you can, you can go back, you know, you know, come in for a checkup and we all go bah, you know, and, and head back into the mat. Now, with that said, there are definitely injuries that you can, you can, you can manage, um, and continue to roll and, and practice. But there's an interesting there's an interesting point to this that I don't know if you've experienced this personally, Pat, but of course I have uh, over the years, which is, you know, you get on the mat with somebody who's injured and they say, hey, uh, I have this injury, you know, so just be careful on this limb or whatever. And it makes the it makes the experience of grappling, you know, very strange. It's an apprehensive because you don't want to hurt your training partner for sure. And if they're suffering from an injury, you don't want to attack that limb or you don't want to go after that side of their body or whatever. And it becomes this really weird, you know, kind of like it's uncomfortable for everybody. Right. But maybe more uncomfortable for you as the person who's now responsible for that, for that other individual. But I'm going to give everybody some relief. Yeah. And I'm going to say this is that if the person who gets on the mat, has an injury, and tells you about that injury, it's not your responsibility. It's their responsibility. They're the Uh, ones that are signing up and saying, I'm okay to roll. When we clap hands, I say it's good to go. Now, certainly, you're not going to be a jerk and go after like the wrapped thumb. You (laughs) know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) But... Don't don't sweat it. I know for me personally if I have to if I have to communicate to somebody that I've got like a, a, an injury, for instance, on occasion my leg will lock up uh, because of the the bad meniscus, and I just have to stop. I just have to say, hold on, I've got to pop this thing back in and, and start rolling again. Um, or not, or say like I can't roll anymore and I have to just go sit off the side of the mat. Um, but but more often than that, I can just you know crack it back in and, and away we go. But it's not. And they are always so sympathetic. Like, so like, I'm so sorry. It was my and it's not your fault. <laughs> it was,
0: yeah.
1: It's it's an injury that I have. I signed up for that shit, guys. It's not even you know, I don't want anybody to worry about that. I signed up for it. Right. And I know? think that's so I,
0: I think that's something that is important to, to say is like you can still it's not that you, there's never a point where you're not going to get injured. You You can never get injured. But there is parts where like get you're gonna get injured, I think, less likely, or you're less likely to because you're more willing you've been injured in the past. So like I've hurt my toes, I've hurt my shoulder, I've hurt because I held on to the wrong for too long or I did this for the wrong way, or I Sure. I whatever it may be, like it was it was like it, if anything you learn from it, it's it sucks because it's like considering the injuries I've had so far, I'm I, I feel I consider myself lucky. I, I've I've taken things yeah. where I've had to take days off. I have had to take time off because of injuries, but not like long term, you know, cast. You know, sure. knock on wood. Geez, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. but not
1: like uh, Muskin, who one of our other students right. who just tore a bicep tendon and had to get surgery.
0: Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's the, totally true. Like I I learn from their issues as well, not mistakes. You can't say they're they're accidents. But not they're, mistakes.
1: They're yep. It happens. It's, yep.
0: It's just a thing where like you go like oh yeah just. So like, yeah, maybe I'm a, maybe a, a filthy guard puller, but Hey, you know what I mean? Like I, what's the worst case that guy's ribs going to get broken, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you Fuck pull that guard guy. in correctly. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> but you know, here's the thing. You pull guard in correctly and you slap your back on the mat and it's your, it's the Fuck. back of your ribs, you know, you know floating ribs back and Smash them. Not even yep, two like big whole seconds. You do, you couldn't give me two
0: whole seconds just to enjoy myself as as, as nope as, nope. You know you as a, had to as take a guard it away.
1: puller. Nope, I cannot. Yeah. I cannot. And I and this is coming from a guy who pulls guard a lot. You know what I mean. <laughs> but I also love takedowns. So it's you know.
0: And your ribs but are. But anyway, fucked
1: yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. <that's true. laughs> but here's the thing, guys. Like you're you're gonna go through this. Uh, you're gonna go through this period of time where this injury happens, as Pat says. Like you've got this. Um, you have this moment. Should I train? Should I not train? And, and really, like, I, I think it's important. We're all a bunch of knuckleheads. I mean, we're really hard headed people. And, and I think rest is okay. So if you're apprehensive about it, just take some time off. Um, Jiu jitsu is not going anywhere. And everybody that's part of your academy, um, if it's a good academy, understands because most of us have been there more on more than one occasion. And so, like, I get messages a lot from students that, like, had an injury. It could have been a slight injury or it could have been a more uh, serious injury. And they'll message me and say, hey, just so you know, I'm going to be out for this amount, which, you know, by the way, I totally appreciate But I'm not, you don't like, it's totally fine. Like not a big deal. Like I, you don't lose points in my, in my, uh, class because you're out because of an injury, you know what I mean? You've, you got to take that time to rest and and recover and rest is good. Even if it's not an injury from a, from a physical standpoint, but more like just burnout.
0: Mental health is a, is a thing that I have to focus on. I feel like more often than not, I I think that's why people let you know why they're not going to be there because they don't want, not that we mock people for not showing up or we you know joke around about that but like they don't want you to think like hey i i'm not quitting i'm not <laughs> i'm not giving up but like you know uh, i right. i my work schedule got changed or i got did something else like because they we've connected as like this is the perfect time to train we all love it but my arm is fucked up my head is fucked up my whatever is fucked up i just need to take a couple days or I won't be here tomorrow. Yeah. Or I won't. It it, it is weird that it, that is strange. I let you know sometimes too, don't I? Sure. I, I be I I, yeah. I think more of a like just a social thing. Like, hey, I won't see you tomorrow, but I'll see you Wednesday. Like,
1: it sounds to me more like accountability, right? Like, yeah. I you, they feel responsible for for having this need to be out and then to let me know so that you know they know they're not just wimping out on me. They're mm-hmm. they're actually they have something that they're going through or they need the time or the space. And and honestly, do you, do you hear that?
0: No, I don't hear anything. What are you talking about? Are you talking about the giant mosquito that's uh, hanging out right next to your microphone?
1: Yeah. Listen
0: to <laughs> that. Oh, he's sick. What happened to him? <laughs> <laughs>
1: what the, <sighs> the fuck, man? Like, I, you know, I can't, you, hey. we pick, like, some random time to podcast, and, <laughs> I'm like, it should be fine, and this is what happens.
0: Well, by the way, like, okay, like, this is – they know that this is a vacation home, right? So, like, they have yeah. to assume that, like, maybe – you're fucking sleeping in, like what the fuck? Maybe the family wants
1: mm, to like mm, not have. Not anymore. <laughs> 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 what the fuck, man? Yeah, this is insane. All right, hopefully it stopped now. So I'm gonna get my get that back in here before it start this not don't, don't rush yourself again. on account
0: of them. That's it's, it's 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 adds more content. This is this this adds more character to the episode. Vacation, baby, lay back. Put your flip flops on, man.
1: Yeah, relax, relax, enjoy the sounds Surf of the ocean. The waves,
0: bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> God damn, man. The harder part is actually me trying to concentrate on what I'm saying, listening oh, to this okay. shit. It's like I understand a, it's like that. torture. So at any rate, in terms of like telling me that you're gonna be out, is is that um you, you actually don't owe me anything. And frankly, the, the, the truth is I shouldn't say that. It's not me that you owe i understand that like you have training partners who rely on you to be there and it's really important for you guys to show up um and to and to try and be consistent with those things as your partners rely on you and so forth for that but like Everybody needs a rest is what I'm saying. Like whether you're physically injured, whether your life circumstances have changed and, and like things are overwhelming, like Mm -hmm. jujitsu is still going to be there. So don't, don't fret that stuff. And and it's better for you to come in with a clear mind and a, and a healthy body and train at your best than it is for you to try and like fit square pegs in the round holes, man. If you, if you dig what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. See, the thing is though, is you don't show, but you tell, you know what I'm saying? like right, you right. you're there five days a week teaching obviously and then even when you take vacations you're still doing fucking extreme sports where you're essentially pulling your leg right out of socket again so, <laughs> so what are you really saying here jeff
1: I'm saying do as I say not as I do. There it is. <laughs> That's the topic today. <laughs> I am the worst example of yeah, this guys I was and just everybody say knows what it. the fuck yeah. are you
0: talking about? <laughs> You're saying I was on a surfboard and my knee popped out and I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just pop it back in. And
1: go. No. I I and look, I guess I have I do have like some serious like mental issues. It's I cannot help it. Everybody seen me like in some pretty bad, pretty bad conditions like grappling anyway. But but the reality is, is that is that I re- I mean this sincerely, you know, do as I say, not as I do. It's right. really important for you guys to get your health and rest and, and come back stronger and healthier and ready to ready to fight again. If the big concern, I think most of the times is that this stuff is going to go away. Your knowledge is going to go away. Your strength is going to go away. You know, your classmates aren't <laughs> going to remember who you are anymore. None of that shit's tr- yeah. true. None of it's true. Um, all that stuff will be just fine, you know.
0: Yeah, don't worry. Like we, we didn't forget you. Like the rest of yeah. that stuff is still true. You do, you do forget everything you learned about jujitsu, and you do lo- lose every. I think pretty much all, except for, unless you knew how to do a uh, uh, von flute. I think that's the only thing you keep. But that's it, if that knowledge, if you learned it. But everything von else, flute you choke? yeah, that's the only thing. It's weird, but that's just because you, it's just natural. What, what do. do you
1: call that choke? I, I call it von fluke the von fluke because yeah. <laughs> there's a fluke every time you get it yeah. <laughs> it's so funny we, we we have to do like a whole episode on like the names of of jiu-jitsu oh, submissions man. and positions because You know, we were speaking about John Donaher in the last episode and he's like, he's very like militant about having a specific uh, nomenclature for all these things and the origins of their, of their, uh, you know, where those moves were, were coined and, and then it just makes things easier for you to remember. So you're not like you know, swimming for the name of the move. And and I often think that I'm not that good at it. I, I tend to be like, what is this? What's this move called again? You yeah. just like, if the leg goes here, the arm gets, you know, and I know it, but I, you know, even things like arm bar, I almost prefer the the term arm lock versus arm bar, but I say arm bar all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just part of, it's just part of like what comes to mind when I'm teaching. But I like the idea, as you were mentioning, you know, if it's a shoulder lock, it doesn't matter what shoulder lock it is necessarily, it's a shoulder lock, Straight right? Up. But John Donaher would disagree, he would say no, it, it ha- if it's a normal it's a normal it's still a shoulder lock, but it how you get to that shoulder lock is predicated upon the name of the the position and then the move. I I mean, I totally get it.
0: Every once in a while I'll just find something and I'll do it and I'll go, "Is this a thing?" and I'll ask either you or Chris <laughs> and then usually you guys are like, "Yeah, I've seen that before" or "Yeah, maybe." or whatever and i go what is it yeah. called and which i now i'm finding out is apparently the worst you you're the two worst people to ask correct <laughs> to, yeah we the wrong people to ask and then if you don't know the name then i name it something and then i call it so like an americana right an americana yep. is is essentially just another shoulder lock right so correct but yep i remember it as the paintbrush because, because I remember motorcycle paintbrush, the motorcycle paintbrush, exactly <laughs> the motorcycle paintbrush. Actually, usually I usually forget the motorcycle part, but I remember the paintbrush part. I think I might just That's eventually right. get to that part, but I I would go, oh yeah, paintbrush paint. Paint, I go paint,
1: (laughs) like that. Paint with the hand, that's right, yep. So getting back to our main topic and sort of wrapping things up, because, I mean, I just don't know how much more of this banging and, like, noise I could take for this episode.
0: It's just your wife on the other side of the thing going, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Stop fucking working, Jeff. Stop fucking working.
1: (laughs) Myself especially, I've seen a wide variety of injuries. None of them have been life-threatening. Um, but they, but they do happen and, and it's like, and it's okay because you're, you're in good company. And I also too, to the, to the point of like thinking that injury, you know, if you get injured, you're more susceptible to injuries later down the road. There is a, there is a part of that that is true. That is contingent upon the fact that you're still doing combat sports, but I would argue that your, your health and strength is far superior to the people who don't train, um, their likelihood of injury their likelihood of 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 suffering and death from things like heart disease um, and and other complications from being having a sedentary lifestyle is far greater than than that of you you know tearing a tendon or you know hurting your you know breaking a bone or or a rib or something of that nature. So I mean so you know I I think I think you know injuries injuries are part of the it's just part of it's all part of the process of of combat sports. Um, it's something that you just have to kind of get used to. It's not an anomaly. You're not weak. You don't suck. Yeah. It just these things happen. Right. Yeah.
0: There is that thought, like you're you're gonna have to fight injured on the streets. If this is a self defense class, if we're learning a self sure. defense technique, you're not always gonna be not. You know, sometimes you're gonna be walking to dinner, and you know, or whatever, and your ankle hurts already or something. Whatever. Right. I mean. But it's the distinction of when am I supposed to like. But it's. I think it's pretty clear, when you have when you haven't been able to treat it with anything else besides, and you have to go to the doctor, you see a bone. Yeah. Obviously, you know that's probably going to be at
1: least right. A couple like weeks compound off. fractures are an important yeah. <laughs> <laughs> distinction. So so like stuff you're bleeding. Like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, you'll 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 know the yeah. difference. But if if you're if you're questioning it, most likely you should probably take just at least that day off if you're questioning it and also yeah, it if you're sick some time off yeah if you're if you're this oh, yeah. was even pre-pandemic and i asked this question before but even still like if i don't feel if i feel like i'm coming down with something don't go to the fucking like it's just like yeah, yeah don't go to, you're not supposed to go to work in that case either but you know with us we usually yeah. work from home or or at a distance from people so it's usually okay oh,
1: look man i i'll say this it's a really good point. It's a really good way to wrap this one up. And that one of the one of the major injuries that occurs and if we call it an injury is disease. It's it's um, it would be if you decide that you're you've got a cold, but you're too tough to not r- roll with a cold. You're an asshole. You've just come in and given everybody else in the gym a cold too. like, don't do it. You're not that tough. Just stay home. Yeah. If you get and, and, and honestly, like most grappling gyms, the people in it are, are good enough about this This is one of the things that was actually beneficiary to like the, pan, the pandemic, the protocols that were followed in, in respect to the pandemic were are already part of our daily daily in the gym. If you've got a, if you've got a cold or the, or the hint of illness, you just stay home, right? And that way you don't spread it to all of your gym mates. You know, nothing shuts a gym down quicker than like the, like seasonal flu and colds. You know what I mean? Just stop, like just stay home. I know you want to train, but just get better. And if you think you're sick, stay home and then, and find out if you are ill or not. And then, you know, then come back and train when you're healthy. It keeps everybody healthy, man. Yeah, Safety, health and safety is the, is the, the linchpin to a successful academy and, and students, right? Right. So there you go, kids. Otherwise. Just take care of yourself, man, um, and do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, th- this moves on to our our uh, our next segment, Pat, and uh, you know I can tell you what's on my turntable. It's the sound of these fucking guys working construction <laughs> in the condo. Ooh, working I'm on a
0: coal mine. Room.
1: What's that song? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oof, I'm on a down. <laughs> no. Isn't that, that song? What's that song? Isn't it working on a coal mine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yep you got it it almost sounded like when yeah, you started or... doing that like you were gonna break into song like well pat like like stomp was gonna come in and just start well, like banging trash cans and shit. <laughs> i just got a
1: groove baby <laughs> so what's on your turntable chief
0: it's weird i've been uh, not revisiting because it's never really not on the turntable necessarily but a band that i think you may be familiar with uh was one of i think actually officially the first band i ever saw live and uh, it's a band okay. known as uh, Strung Out. I've always heard a a, a deal with, like, uh, punk music growing up, like, that there was, like, a, a thing, punks versus metalheads, or punks don't like metalheads, or sure, metalheads don't like punks. And, yeah, yeah. and, like, all that weird, like, clicky shit that I was never really... I, I always yeah, thought... A fan I think, of- like you, yeah. I think, I like you, I was always thinking, like, isn't... Aren't we supposed to be, like, the other other people from other groups. Like we're yeah. just supposed to be yeah. something not, I didn't know that you had to be a thing to We're not exclusive. From. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, cause I, I like Slayer. I like I like Metallica. Like what, uh, you know what I mean? Like what oh, the yeah. fuck? You know? <laughs> yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: I always heard that shit talking and I always loved a band like uh strung out. That was like fast as hell. uh, Like, like ripping guitar solo, like metal, face melting guitar solos but yeah. also like sure. such beautiful sentiment and like feeling uh the specifically if i may exile and oblivion the the album exile and oblivion is uh is a right. uh, uh, later uh, like mid mid career now actually this was it was new when i got it but <laughs> um you're uh, right, right. <laughs> uh, probably like late <laughs> 2000s um and uh, just a great album and it's like a it's like something that i think a genre that doesn't get talked about a lot and it's like a punk metal genre and it's very yeah. emotional, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not in a, and not in a ballady way. And it just fucking sure. rips. It's, it's one of my favorites. So did you actually listen to any, uh, strung out, uh, at all? Like, I don't know. If oh, that's for a sure. Yeah. 100%. Right.
1: Yep. yep. So yeah, we're, yep. I agree with you too, by the way. Yeah. We have a good cross section. Yep. We're like. simpatic. Yeah. Yeah. We do. And, and, you know, speaking of cross section, um, I mean I am a I'm a big fan of Strong Out I think and I and I agree I like bands that rip man yeah. I mean I don't care what style of music it is if they're if they're like if you can if you can hear like you know fingertips smashing like uh uh guitar strings yeah. you know in the studio when they're like you're like it, it, it can be like it could be um it could be a ballad from yeah. you know a country band or or something like that but when you hear like their voice like crack or break because they're yeah. just they're just like letting it rip, man. There's just nothing better, man. One of my favorites. so and I think metal does that too. Like you know you get those cross sections of hardcore and metal that like that are really really good and like and punk rock. I I agree to your point earlier. It always should have been and, and and I think for the most part is. But it it gets it gets a little like. It gets a little bit uh, full of itself too, but it should be uh, inclusive, not exclusive. Yeah. That was the whole idea. That's what attracted me to punk rock in the first place. Right, is that you could be yourself and like whatever you like and still be part of the scene. So,
0: like, on the, uh, the, I'll I'll finish with this. Strung out did. Uh, there was a series. I always love my favorite <clears throat> my favorite version of any band's albums, and this is probably not a, a popular opinion. I love uh, a live album. I love a live album from Me a band. Too. That's something that I really appreciate with uh, with Strung Out because they're Live in a Dive, which is a, a series from Fat Records. Yep. where a bunch of bands. Oh do yeah, I love Live in a Dive. Each band, uh, each night, or each band would have a cover song on their Live in a Dive, and you know they do Misfits, they do you know this band, they do. Yep, uh, yep, yep. They did Howl at the Moon, uh, and that. Introduced yep. me to that song, "Howl at the Moon," and I was like, "That song fucking rips." <laughs> so yeah, listen to rip. strung out, dude.
1: They fucking rip. <laughs> Speaking of live and a dive, the band that's on uh, my turntable in my mind that, oh, yeah. uh, here recently is the and Utters. Are you familiar oh, with the Swingin' Utters?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spike is the lead singer of Me First in the Gimme hey, Gimme's.
1: Correct. That's right. That's right. So we got uh, the Swingin' Utters. They're they're out of um, uh, California uh a great i mean they're all a bunch of old dudes now but i mean like they're still a band they're still making great records and great music even though they would argue differently they think all their stuff is shit but here's what i love about the swing and utters is that they're they're a punk rock band but they have this great um they have this great fusion of of roots music that that sort of drives their 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 sound so um i think in the, the best way to describe it is like if you like a good song is a good song. You can play it in any style, and it's still a good song. And they, I think they write more like, like their folk songs. You know, they yeah. write like country tunes, um, only they play them like punk rockers, and the shit just sounds so good. And they do break off into like some. They have a couple of side projects and so forth that are that are more roots uh, oriented in terms of the sound, but. Man, I just love the swinging utters, and yeah. I couldn't possibly pick a favorite record because every time they put out a new record, I'm like, this is my favorite swinging yeah. utters record. Yeah, I, I will say you know? that, which That's... is really rare for a band.
0: Yeah, I appreciate the uh, like the unique sound that swinging utters brings, and the fact that, like you said, they had they go even deeper with some of their side projects and stuff. Yeah, and by the yeah. way, I want to. Their
1: lyrics are. are...
0: A, cor- a correction. It's Bark at the Moon, not Howl at the Moon. That's my bad. Bark
1: at the Moon. Oh, I, was like, at wait, the moon. I was like, wait, I was like, that doesn't sorry. sound right. I don't yep. think it's Howl at the Moon. I knew which one you were talking okay, about. Okay, good. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, the, you know, the Swing and Utters, um, you know, again, like, the, they have they have something for everybody, in there, but their lyrics are, are almost pure poetry, and they're... Also, all these guys, uh, for the most part, and different members of the bands have done different projects, as you had mentioned. Uh, Spike is the lead singer of Me First and the Gaming Gamings. and you wouldn't have known what kind of tremendous singer he is if he wasn't, you know, playing in side projects like tremendous. that. But, um, and yeah, and so it's it's really cool though that when they, these guys they all like work jobs, you know, like being in a band. They've done like the, you know, the touring and the making of record stuff, but they're still just regular dudes that work jobs and and have this band and have had it for so long. It's just something I really admire and respect. And uh, again, if I I may, I just have to say that like, it's very rare to, to fall in love with a band in, you know, the mid 90s. Yeah. As I did, and then follow them your whole like adult life. They're still a band, and every record they make is the best record. Yeah. That's pretty incredible, man. So shout out to the Swingin' Utters, man. You listen to that shit and love it, and if you don't, you suck. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to sum that up. So what do we got next, Pat? We got uh, we got. Well, do we have any any questions for for Ask a Black Belt? Well,
0: the, Jeff, there is a little segment known as Ask a Black Belt, and yes. In fact, we do have some questions. If you'd like to submit and ask the black belt question, you can do it at uh, Baby Mermaid Productions at gmail.com or uh, Instagram, you can do it uh, there. I usually post on the stories. You can say, uh, uh, Pat, what would Jeff do? Or, hey, could you ask Jeff? Because if you ask Jeff ahead of time, he's going to be able to think about it. And I don't like him to be able to, to do that. No, it's I no want fun it at be all. Off it's the better
1: cup. to be on the spot.
0: I hide these questions from Jeff. So uh, I have one hidden question here for you from former submit E robert duffield he says uh <laughs> robert
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to be when you grow up <laughs> great question man yeah i'm still trying to figure that shit out oh, i have no idea oh you still have, you have no idea nope no idea what, what i want to be what did when you want
0: to be when you were like would, do you remember the first thing that you wanted to be
1: yes yeah i, I wanted to be a fighter pilot
0: really like a Tom, yeah. like tom cruise
1: yeah like top gun tom cruise was it because pilot? of tom yep. cruise no, oh. but I, had, I have a, um, uh, an intimate relationship with the, with the United States Navy. My dad was, a, was in the Navy as a corpsman for six years back in the day. And my uncle, um, so shout out to my uncle Gary, who I know doesn't listen to this podcast because it would not be his cup of tea, um, had, a, <laughs> right? had a lifetime of service in the, in the United States Navy. First as a naval aviator, he flew A-6 intruders um and then he went on to be uh you know to be a captain he was the skipper of the uss guam which was really really fucking cool because i got to go on the guam for for a uh you know a cruise through the bay which was rad to watch him work so i i wanted to be a because i was influenced by these things and and i love aviation and i and i just i just have a fascination with it i think that flying flying is the equivalent to freedom so i've always wanted to um be a be an, uh, a pilot i wanted to be a, a fighter pilot. And the other thing I wanted to be was a was an artist. And that's the path that I that I chose. Nice. Um, and I'm not I don't have any regrets. I'm, I'm grateful for it. I've had a I've had a very wonderful uh, professional career in life as a as an artist. Um, and uh, and I'm and I'm thrilled. Uh, and uh, so I guess if if I if I if I had to be a grown up and, uh, you know, pick what I wanted to do when I grow up, I actually don't know because I haven't grown up yet. Not even yeah. a little bit
0: uh one last question for ask a black belt also from robert uh this is a this is a more jujitsu related one does this shit actually work on the streets
1: <laughs> yes yes it does work on the streets it <laughs> works 100 percent and i know because i've had to use it for real in real life
0: have you really so, on the on the i'm on telling streets? you that like on the like in a like at a bar or like on like in a in a bar like, was it with your friends yep. or with your, did you have to like protect your family and be like, I'm going to kill this intruder? No, it important? was,
1: uh, it was, I was out with a bunch of friends who were also jujitsu practitioners oh. and a, a bar fight broke out. And, and so many people have heard the story cause it was, it was actually ridiculous and, um, and funny, but, uh, this uh, fight broke out and it spilled over into where we were at. Um, and, uh, and security, we were at a show, we were at a hardcore show and, and, and things did not like security was not quick enough. And, and of course, if anyone that's been in a bar fight knows that like once the melee starts, it just like, it just spreads like a, yeah. like a virus, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And,
1: uh, and I mean, they just ran into the wrong tables. All I can tell you. I mean, there was there, I, there was four of us, I think. And, uh, you know, everybody had somebody under control. Uh, until security got there, but no, no punches thrown. We didn't have to do that shit. So I mean, jujitsu saved the day, man. And that's it was it was easy. To, it was easy to get people under control. That's saying something. No and punches. I didn't spill my beer.
0: Oh, that's see, now okay. So that's extra point. That's bonus points. But I'm saying no punches thrown at a hardcore show. You no. get a gold medal for that. Yeah, that is gold medal for you. Thank for you. sure. because that's because that's all they do that's how they dance there yeah they, they throw their their, their that's how they dance is the all day. throwing punches yeah they they throw their hey fists can i tell you down? i'll
1: tell you another story robert duffield if you're Ooh. listening to this podcast and that is uh you may know him um i have a i have an instructor his name is greg anderson uh and uh, he's made a, a living out of being a police officer uh working in law enforcement and and trained with greg quite a bit he's my professor and one of the things that uh he told me a story and I will, I'll save everybody from the details he told me a story about one time when we were, we we're training um we can't, we used to get together a lot on Saturdays and train you know uh, do private lessons and so forth and and he came in one day and he said, "You know what I believe in?" and I said, "What's that, Greg?" and he said, "I believe in jujitsu." And I was like, "Yeah. This is for me this is what solidified it for me. Like this is the guy that I need to get my black belt from." But he actually had used it like that that week or the the day before or whatever in a in a, in a real life situation where he had to grab somebody who was who was actually shooting at police officers, which was not a good not a good situation at all. He didn't even draw his weapon. The Greg took him down. Uh, he was wearing a leather jacket, uh, a leather motorcycle jacket. And I know that he used judo and jujitsu, took him down and held him down um, and secured him safely without even drawing his weapon uh, and used jujitsu in that in that context. You know, a bar fight's one thing, but this is a, this one was a life or death situation. And he's he's been my man ever since. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's I mean, you can't have a better testimonial. That jujitsu works. That's who's patrolling then, the streets?
0: Uh, it's in the streets. He's in the streets. Yeah, it's jujitsu. He yeah. comes in and says, "You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm a jujitsu guy." Like that. Yeah, like and that's I can't say
1: that I can't say that's the only time he's used it. I'm sure it's no. been there's been multiple times, and we have multiple people that that are uh, that are law enforcement that train Brazilian jujitsu, um, and I'm sure they've used it. They can speak to that more more fluently, But that's just one of the stories that I that I remember, and I was like, "That's it, man. That's yeah, yeah that shit works." So yes, Mister Duffield. Jiu Jitsu does work in the streets. Beautiful.
0: That's a that's a great way to, to wrap up uh, uh, ask a black belt. And again, if you want to submit questions, baby mermaid productions, uh, at gmail.com, uh, you can put in the subject line, ask a black belt, or just put your question in there. Just, Hey Pat here. And yeah, if you have multiple yeah. questions, you can ask him anything. It doesn't have to be jujitsu related. It could be, it doesn't have to
1: be jujitsu related. Uh, what's your I'm favorite an expert type of brownie? in everything.
0: You know, what do you like? What's your, what's your favorite cookie? What do you, where do you like, what's your, what's your go-to at Olive Garden? Uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> whatever yeah. it may be.
1: It's not to go to Olive Garden. Oh, well. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> hey, now we have a real stumper coming in and uh, ask a black. That's well, right. What are you going to eat at uh, Olive Garden? I don't know. What do they got? Um, but uh,
1: <laughs> do you have anything to plug? Man, I'll tell you what, guys, if you get a chance. All right. And you're going to uh, you're going to travel and go to Florida, go to Florida and go down here to Cocoa Beach and learn how to fucking surf because it's awesome. That sounds know? like fun. So I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, I and then think you I won't eat Florida. Florida. Yeah. Maybe, well you know yeah you'll you'll enjoy florida for something that it has nothing to do with <laughs> that's right and i don't have to live here so <laughs> yeah yes yeah go to go to, go visit florida because and that's that that should be this is the new tourist video this is what i'm plugging my my tourist pitch for florida come to florida because you won't have to live here
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there it is kids yeah. that's the end of that episode <laughs>